Michelle Long time for Daily Market Wrap this Monday, November 13, 2023. Asian stock markets gave up earlier gains on Monday ahead of a crucial inflation data out of the U.S. on Tuesday. In a meeting between U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping at the APEC summit in San Francisco later this week. Equity benchmarks in Japan, South Korea and China traded within narrow ranges, while markets are closed in Singapore and Malaysia for a holiday. We've had the fifth pivot story floated, what, seven times? So <laughs> I think, the, yes, So all for, for this last two years. So it's like uh, the market really is just making sure that this is not actually a fluke. AIA Investment Management's Angel Pasi says the U.S. inflation print will set the tone for monetary policy across the globe led by the Federal Reserve. This week overall should be subdued. Uh, remember, we're expecting PPI and CPI data from the U.S. And that actually is very critical in actually affirming the uh, the pivot story that has been floated out there. Uh, we expect it to be uh, data dependent is going to stay. So uh, until uh, the pivot in the Federal Reserve stance is confirmed, we will actually be very jittery around inflation numbers and other data. Over a 12-year horizon, we really do, 12-month horizon, we really do expect the, the uh, long-term rates to start uh, uh, going down uh, because right now uh, cash cash or money market assets are providing reasonable returns without the volatility now uh, at some point at some point uh, the high interest rates will start to impact on the, the inflation picture uh, start to impact on the uh, trajectory of GDP and that is actually a condition for reversal and therefore the gains actually will tilt from money market to long duration bonds. When you go through the cycle that we've had, you see bonds recover first. For the day, Philippine shares also traded down by three quarters of 1%, settling at 61.16 on anemic volume, sub 2 billion in total value. In corporate stories, Jollibee Foods Corporation reporting a 9% increase in third quarter profit to 2.5 billion pesos, citing three consecutive quarters of record high operating income already, this time at 4.3 billion. Both Philippine and international businesses performed well, despite what it describes as volatile and challenging macro environment. The Philippine unit posting a 17% system-wide sales growth, while the international unit, 5%. The group opened 429 stores in the period, of which 365 are abroad. It says it's maintaining its 2023 growth guidance for revenue of 10 to 15 percent, operating income of 20 to 25 percent, and store network of 5 percent. Meanwhile, Manila Water reports a 61% jump in nine-month net income to 7.3 billion pesos. The East Zone concessionaire also reporting total attributable build volume rose 2% to 963 million cubic meters. And Cebu Pacific posting third-quarter earnings of 1.3 billion, a turnaround from the net loss of 2.5 billion in the same period last year, as revenue jumped 39% to 23 billion. This as it flew 5.3 million passengers, up 27%, and 35,000 flights, up 18% year-on-year. Seat load factor also improved to 83.7%, about 10 percentage points higher year-on-year. 
The Gokongwe-led budget carrier grew international operations sharply, up 228%, with the opening of more North Asian countries like Japan, Taiwan and Hong Kong. Meanwhile, domestic travel remained strong, up 5%. These helped offset higher fuel costs and fleet-related expenses resulting from the addition of more aircraft. Meanwhile, BPI listed today 36.7 billion pesos worth of 6.425% bonds due May 2025. Treasurer Dino Gasman shares the offer received very strong interest from institutional high net worth and retail clients looking for alternatives in the short term. Gasman shares rates will likely stay higher for longer in the U.S., limiting to a certain degree the Philippine Central Bank's ability to cut rates. Predicting cuts will come a year from now. This is the last time we're going to the market. Um, well, we have another bond maturity, a peso bond maturity this coming January. I think um, we'll have to look at our pipelines um, at that point in time, whether we will need to refinance that maturity. So for us, this is an opportunity. This new bond issuance is an opportunity to address our funding needs for 2024. Optimistic about uh, our fourth quarter, mm-hmm. um, we expect to do three things. Our loan portfolio, we believe, will continue to expand, but probably at a more moderate uh, pace. Um, we expect that the off-cycle increase in policy rate made by the BSP uh, a couple of weeks ago will continue to support our net interest uh, margin expansion. And lastly, we also expect the sustained fee income as we continue to add more clients, products, services, and expand our reach through digitalization. And finally, Andretan's whiskey and brandy conglomerate Empedador reports a 6% dip in nine-month earnings to 6.8 billion pesos despite a 10% increase in year-on-year revenues. It cites particularly strong performance by its international business, which saw double-digit growth thanks to sustained sales of single malt whiskeys across Asia and North America. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.